Final hour of Canuck Central. Dan Riccio and Satyar Shaw. It's a Wednesday. So that means overrated, underrated. We debuted overrated, underrated last Wednesday. Uh, it was uh, a great response on it. We got a lot of uh, topic suggestions for today's show. And uh, encouraging more on the Dunbar Lumber text line. 650, 650 if you are listening live to the program. So... For those that are new to it, and I think some on Twitter are still kind of grasping exactly how the game is played. Yeah, there's a lot of opinions coming in. Yes, and it's fine to include your opinion on it, Um, but uh, producer Josh will present a topic, uh, most most from listeners. Yes. And we just discuss if that certain thing is overrated or underrated. Yeah, very simple, very basic. Very simple. Uh, going on long walks on the beach, overrated or underrated? Um, underrated. Okay, underrated. I mean, the, the older I get, Dan, the more underrated simple things become, <laughs> like just some peace and quiet. You know what I mean? See, this is this is the thing. People are eventually going to come over to my line of thinking. <laughs> Simplicity is key in life. I'm in a simple ways. man. I'm uh, a simple man. In many ways, yes. Uh, original chips for the win. All right, uh, <laughs> producer Josh, uh, you are going to kick off. Overrated, underrated for today. I will start it very simple. JT Miller, overrated, underrated. Oh, underrated still, I'd say. We got a text earlier. Somebody spelling out uh, JT Miller's five-on-five five stats and his RAPM. Um, which are some advanced analytics and things of that nature, and how they're not great. Um, this one comes from CP and Van. Uh, <laughs> you are uh, coming out ahead with JT on the ice, you said, Dan. The eye test might suggest you are, but our APM numbers show that Miller is bottom 13% in the league at 5-on-5. Five five. Little to no offensive 5-on-5 five five value. And detrimental value defensively at five on five. That's uh, from CP, yeah, in Van. And some of those metrics, yeah, you know, I understand why. And especially when we look at the early parts of the season mm-hmm. and how this team was playing and how his line was getting absolutely shelled. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things kind of going on, and it speaks to what we've been talking a lot about. The Canucks were getting were getting outchanced heavily. They had possession, and we talked to JT about this a bit too. Yep. And he. He still said, hey, we're still doing a lot of things. We're getting rewarded now, which I don't quite buy fully, right? Because games are different. So I think a lot of that was how bad they were the first 25 games. But also with how this Canucks team has played, it goes a big way into mm-hmm. those sort of things, right? And They kept trying the lotto line. None of that worked uh, for a while. Look, I- I'm not here to like hate on analytics or any advanced analytics. Uh, they tell a part of the story, uh, but I can't really deal with something that says JT Miller is in the bottom 13% of the league. That's, yeah. It's a bit of a stretch for me. So, you know what? I still think JT Miller is underrated because people are trying to poke holes in his game. Give him the un- unsung hero again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, based on some of these trade offers, he's underrated. Like, give me a break. Yes. A first-round pick in Philip Hedel. Thank you. Coppa Cockle, and you give New York a draft pick. What? What are we talking about here? Uh, Larry Brooks needs to chill, bro. Up next, OEL and Myers pair. Ooh, uh, we did Ooh. get a text about Myers. Yeah. 
The OEL Myers pair. How can you be underrated, though, if you're getting paid $13.5 million combined? <laughs> I feel like after Tuesday and OEL had the bad bad turnover and Myers had the bad turnover, yeah. there was a lot of people being like, see, told you these guys are bad. And I'm just like, mm. I don't know, man. Like, waiting for that one moment in the season that <laughs> – goes with your take doesn't really make them bad you know yeah. because there's a uh, a lot of games through the rest of the year where they showed they've been playing pretty good like at what point do we look at the larger sample of them being very strong defensively together look i i know they're getting paid a ton of money but that's partially why they are underrated as a pair Ooh. because you hate their contracts you hate how much they're <sighs> making and you can't really Look at it objectively to see that they are playing very well together. You know, um, you remember that movie, King of New York? Yes. You know that scene? Wesley Snipes. Mm -hmm. He has the gun and tears coming down his eyes. And he's saying, <laughs> that's me to this deep here right now. Because all year, all I've done is talk them up. All year, all I've done is talk about how good OEL's been defensively. And, and how much class he has in his game. And how, honestly, Myers is playing the best hockey he's played in Vancouver. And yeah, he's not perfect. He's not great. But he's doing well this year. And he's better than people give him credit for. Yet here I am today saying they're overrated. And why? Because it ultimately comes down to the fact they're making over $13.5 as a D pair, and as much as they crush their matchup, when you get paid that much, and the two of you don't even combine for 40 points? Mm. Again, they're they're fine. They're properly rated. That's how I view it. But if I had to make an opinion, because we're, we're picking sides. We're not saying properly yep. rated. I gotta go overrated, because you can't be underrated and make <laughs> almost $14 million combined! What are we doing here? I'm, say I'm saying they're underrated. <laughs> There's a clip with this next one. It's uh, JT Miller. JT Miller's pause after being asked about his future in Vancouver. All right. And we know you have another year left on your contract, but how much do you enjoy playing here? And could you see yourself being here, you know, even beyond that long term? Yeah, I mean, I obviously Ooh. enjoy playing here. Man, what's that was a good three seconds. What's the stopwatch say on that? Two point six. Oh, <laughs> if if uh, if your significant other asked you a question, <laughs> and you took that long to answer, uh, yeah, how would that go? <laughs> so where's my Valentine's Day gift? Where's my anniversary <laughs> gift? <laughs> what's taking you so long to answer? Where's my birthday wish? <laughs> I mean, if you need three seconds, really, to answer something like that, mm. uh, I, what I'm not doing is reading too much into uh, JT Miller's answer there. <laughs> at least trying not to. Uh, up next, Wheel of Fortune. Ooh. Oh, yo. That ish is underrated. <laughs> you, see, you see those idiots yesterday? Oh, man. <laughs> So good. So good. You know what I didn't notice? So, like, everybody's seen the clip now, right? Uh, by the way, Wheel of Fortune, totally underrated. <laughs> totally underrated. Like, people are all in on Jeopardy. No. No. Okay? Wheel of Fortune, way better. And it's not even close. I heard that. So, the person, I think her name was Amy Schneider, yeah. won Jeopardy 40 times in a row. Okay. And she 
only got $1.3 million. I feel like if you won any other game show 40 times in a row, <laughs> yeah. you're getting more than $1.3 million. Yeah. It's a bit of a ripoff. Yeah. And they make you pay for your hotel while you're on the show. Wow. That, that shows like, hey, you, you're on Jeopardy. Just be happy you're on Jeopardy. Yeah, you made it. This you is made, your peak. This is yeah. <laughs> now you get to prove how much useless information you actually do withhold in your brain. Uh, Wheel of Fortune, incredibly underrated. What I didn't know about that clip, apparently the phrase feather in your cap is not commonly known by some people. My wife didn't know it. Yeah, going through the replies in the tweet, there was a bunch of people that are like, I've never heard that. Sure, but I mean, there's the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> and you look at the options you have and the words and, and the letters that have been selected already. Yeah. It ain't that difficult. Feather? What would you put a feather in? <laughs> in your cap. <laughs> Come on. Uh... So next, we'll go to the listener submissions. All right. Dan Demore on Twitter. Boudreaux bump, overrated or underrated? Ooh, this is definitely, um, it's overrated. Ooh, you're going overrated, hey? Yeah. You thought there was going to be a, there was going to be a regression back to the mean regardless in some way? <laughs> yeah. I think, look, th this is going to take uh, maybe a little bit of heat. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like the it. Canucks, look, the Canucks are definitely better under Bruce Boudreaux, and the results do paint that picture. I'm not, not denying that. But have they really been that much better? Like, I think that like they finally started to get some bounces here that they were just not getting any in the first half of the season. Mm -hmm. So, Boudreaux bump, overrated, just by a smidge. Just a smidge just overrated. Just a smidge. Ooh, okay, I would go, no, underrated. Underrated? Yeah. Zach, because, you're logical about these yeah, things. Yeah, and the reason I say underrated is because, what do we talk about still with this team? Breaking habits, mm. and the culture change you needed, and the mix needing to change, and all those things that need to happen. And it wasn't on, again, this doesn't mean it was all on Travis, but they needed a refresh in that room in a big way. And there's something rotten in the state of Denmark sometimes. And the only way to fix that is to clean things out in a big, big way. So I think that room really needed Bruce Boudreaux, even more than they may care to admit. He definitely has done a lot to change uh, the vibes yes. around the Canucks. I'll Ooh, give him that. I, I will respond to something here real quickly in the text yeah. inbox. Daniel and Colmox. And he, and he ends the thing with, and why you won't read this text, which which I love, by the way, because we read, we, read, we, read, we read as many texts as we can, even the ones that us or whatever. And Daniel says, JT takes three seconds to answer a delicate question in the most fickle hockey media market in North America. It's exactly why players hate playing here and why you won't read this text. That was somebody, we do overrated, underrated. And it was a fun little thing that somebody asked us to do. Yeah. We're, we're answering your over, overrated, underrated questions. Uh, and we're also just like kind of having fun with the situation. So have a laugh, <laughs> having a laugh, have a laugh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, Pod Golzin on Twitter, trading this year's first round pick for a young right-handed defenseman. Ooh. This year's first round pick, trading another first round pick. Pod Golzin, 
Ooh. Uh, that's a, that's overrated, man. You know what? I'm going to go the other way. It might be an underrated move to make. Okay. Because a lot of good players will be available this year, and good defensemen will be available this year. And if you have a little bit of flexibility and a decent draft pick, yeah. you can get a guy who's in his 20s and could fit your team long-term, trading that pick. If you're the right team, it can work. For Vancouver, they're in a tough spot. Mm-hmm. But if you have some cap flexibility, again, the player I brought up a lot, Shea Theodore, or somebody who's a high-end defenseman potentially with a decent contract in a, in a year where teams are looking to make moves on the back end. I think it's overrated. I don't think you can afford to trade a third consecutive first-round yeah. pick. For Vancouver, yes. But the idea of it, the concept of it, yeah. I think is underrated. You can't because you're right. It's three in a row. For but, an already barren prospect wasteland. But as far as opportunity? Yeah. You're right on that. We'll agree on that. But for Vancouver, no. Overrated. All this, right. This one from Fahim on Twitter. Overrated, underrated. Chances of Bo being dealt. Ooh. Overrated. Even while we were talking to JT Miller, yeah. people are like, trade Bo and give JT the captaincy. Keep him here long term. That's uh, not happening. Yeah. I mean... I know you you and I have disagreed on a few here. I'm with you on this one. Yeah. It's not it's not happening. Yeah. Whether you want it or not. Yep. Most likely not happening. This is more uh, reality than speculation. 604 Adam on Twitter. Tanner Pearson, overrated, underrated. Oh man. I'm I'm uh <laughs> it is, this this is a funny one, right? Like it's like the stock market. Yeah. It kind of flips up and down. <laughs> you know what? I've long, oh, been, a, I've long yes, been a Pearson stan. Yes, do it, Dan. Do it. Tanner Pearson, do underrated. It. He gives you a solid baseline every night, and that sort of performance level is the thing this team could use more of is the consistent floor that Tanner Pearson brings. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe the ceiling's not so high. We get stuck talking too much about ceilings, okay? How many ceilings are you really looking at? Not that many. What? <laughs> Give me a solid baseline. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Tanner Pearson is he's just a solid player, okay? And that's underappreciated in this market. He gives you he, he makes the coach happy because he gives you a good performance most nights. Uh, he doesn't score as much as he'd like, but he gives you a solid 60 minutes on uh, on most of the 82. So give me Tanner Pearson underrated. Yeah, and, and believe it or not, uh, I am going to agree with you here because uh, I think Pearson has more value than people would actually believe. And he's, you know, putting together, like you said, a decent season all around, even analytically. And just like the, by the pure numbers, he's getting close to a half a point per game now. He has 11 goals in 51 games. He has 25 points, mm-hmm. which is close to, you know, 20 goal pace about, um, you know, 40-some points, and if you play along the walls the way he does and wins battles and can do those sort of things, playoff performer. Yep. And his contract, 3.25 is not cheap, but it's not ridiculous. Nope. I think that's a guy that has value still. It's a little too expensive for a lot of people's liking, but again, it's what? Uh, half a million more than you'd really like to play a, a player like Tanner Pearson, and given everything that was going on with the team, uh, we know a big reason as to why he ended up staying in Vancouver. This text backing you up, Leaf hater Steve saying, every room has a ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Leaf hater Steve.
Uh, Zach on Twitter, dietitian and sleep experts a la 2011 Canucks. Oh, man. Uh, underrated at the time because everybody was, like, laughing at the Canucks, and now it's, like, a common thing everywhere. So, sports science for the win. Now it's uh, now it's just common. But at the time, underrated. I'll say underrated, too. I know uh, Shane O'Brien has told us in the past that he would, like, everybody would just give their uh, – <laughs> their monitor to Mason Raymond because he was never going out. <laughs> so I was like, Mace, time for you to do the team a solid. What time you going to bed tonight? Uh, 11. Okay, good. <laughs> You're the one taking care of it, buddy. <laughs> Why does everybody have the same sleep schedule? Random. What yeah. a coincidence. <laughs> you know, but, but like the thing is all those things overall, they help give you information. And yeah. if used the right way, it helps give you an edge. And even if, if that in and of itself wasn't really, was overrated, I think trying to find an edge and making that part of your philosophy as an organization is an underrated thing to do. Next, Pokey Reddick Posse. The heritage moment, Luongo not starting the outdoor game, which I think was tw- nine years ago today. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was nine years ago already? Eight. Eight, eight years sorry, ago. 2014. It's been eight, eight years, years ago already. I remember working that game. Damn. Uh, Damn I'm going to say I'm going to say underrated mm. because uh, of the jokes we get about Eddie Lack's pants. Uh, <laughs> in the, uh, the track marks? <laughs> yeah. In the, uh, <laughs> in the post-mortem. Uh, you know what? It's, it can't be overrated because he got traded because of it. Yeah. Luongo got traded because of that moment. It was like, it's, we're done. It's enough. Yeah. Towards benching him in that game was enough. So it can't be overrated. Um, and it's underrated because it got helped you get Markstrom. Mm-hmm. You, you know, if that doesn't happen, the trade doesn't probably happen in that moment. And maybe you still do it in the offseason to get Markstrom, but regardless, you got Markstrom. A chain link of events that uh, led the Canucks to Markstrom and now Thatcher Demko. Wow. And a decade's worth of great goaltending. <laughs> Uh, this one from Brennan Leffler. Italian food. People overrated. are not going to... Did you say overrated? <laughs> it's overrated. <laughs> wow. I love it. Josh coming in with the overrated. You know what, Josh? Here's why you're kind of right. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. This is like my uh, my poutine take that nobody likes. Like Poutine is just an oversaturated market. You can get poutine in too many places, and it's often bad poutine. You know, the gravy's not warm enough, doesn't melt the cheese curds and all these different types of things, and it's just gross. Poutine, overrated. Now, Italian food, oversaturated market. Too many places doing Italian food. Too many, like, freezers and grocery stores with easy Italian pasta that you just nuke in the microwave and everything's all good. No! Italian food, when done right, is incredible. But there's too many people doing it wrong. And that's why Italian food is overrated. Wow. Wow. To me, it's it's underrated because I make it once a week <laughs> and it helps fill like two or three days of my food. I mean, and, you know, I make a good pasta sauce. I enjoy it. Mm. The leftovers are underrated. Terrific. Like I said, you, like I made I made some pasta yep. a couple days ago. Yeah. Still have some left. You want to uh, upgrade your leftover pasta? Throw it into a pan with a little bit of olive oil instead of going in the microwave. Oh, yeah. 
next level. Well, that's why you, what you always do, though, is you make the fresh pasta. So instead yeah. of making a big, don't make a ton of pasta at once. Make yeah. that fresh every day. Oh, yeah. Then you just have the sauce ready to go. So good. This one from Ojik's Fist, Punjabi-style pizza. This feels like a Randeep question. I got to say, um, I haven't really had a lot of Punjabi-style pizza. I've had it once. It's overrated. Oof. Wow. It's overrated. It's just pizza. There's nothing. What do you mean? It's just pizza. It's just pizza. It's just It's pretty standard. Pizza you know. with ingredients? They're like, you know, it's a certain kind of spices on it and toppings, and that's great. But like, I don't know. Pizza that has too many toppings on it, generally overrated. So I'm going to say, and uh, Randeep's crew and the rest of you are going to come after me. Look, I've had Supreme Pizza. It's fine, but it's it's good, but it's overrated. I That means I just got to go and try it. I mean, cause I, so the plan was for me and Randy and uh, Carm mm-hmm. to go and check out Supreme Pizza one night. Yeah. And then the pandemic hit. Ah. And then it just hasn't happened. So I got to go and check it out to really get a sense of it, to be honest. Because I can't speak to it. I'm not, That's why I can't. I, I, I'm going to have to take a pass on the question, to be honest. Okay. Perfect pizza only needs two toppings, ham and pineapple. Oh, Josh. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> I don't mind ham and pineapple pizza, I will say. Feel it's like, my go-to. <laughs> Is it your go-to? Underrated. I feel like Michael Scott. He's just like my younger brother. <laughs> oh, dear God, no. Uh, last one from some Canucks fan on Twitter. That's their name, not the... They're not just Ooh. a random. Wow, they all are also a random Canucks fan. <laughs> but anyway, it's a little existential. It's this segment. Ooh. Uh, definitely underrated. It's still early in the game. People are getting into it. No, yeah, it's. I mean, hey, it's underrated, but really, it's all overrated. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just so we can get away from doing the regular stuff. But we did get a lot of good Canucks topics in on that. Uh, we did have one about Crystal Mall Food Court. Gotta oh, say, right. like I've never been. Is there something about Crystal Mall Food Court that I need to know about? Crystal Mall is because that... I go I, like I've you know I go to Metro Town probably more often than I should. But... Is Crystal Mall what used to be Brentwood Mall? No, no, no. It's like a it's like it's like its own thing. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I I haven't been to. Uh... The Crystal Mall. I don't remember court. being at the food court. I can't remember being at the uh, food court. Yeah. It's like Uncle Willie's. Is that what it was called last week that we were talking about? No. No. Uncle Willie's is completely different. Okay. I don't, I don't understand how a mall food court could be underrated. Yes. What's special about this mall food court? Like, generally, if you go to any town in America or you know, any town Canada and you walk into a mall, you're going to have the same oh, okay. types of, like, 10 or 12 fast food joints in the food court. Okay, so I'm I'm looking looking it up right now. Uh it does have a, a lot of uh, Asian cuisines. Okay. So it could be, you know, really special in that regard and just have right. a really good food selection. So I can I can get behind that. Yeah, I see it. All right. Generally a food court though is is pretty standard, you know. You've got your uh your sandwich shops, burger place. Your burger places. Help your help your um, do it yourself salad. Yeah. Japanese like noodles, you know, like the the yakisoba noodles or teriyaki, you know, something like that. It's the only place you find New York fries or something. Yes, 
New you York don't see fries. New York fries anywhere but like food courts. But, but food courts are always at the food court. Um, Why is that? I have no idea. Is it because they're overrated? New York fries is overrated <laughs> for sure. <laughs> the hot dogs at New York fries are definitely uh, something I would steer clear from. Yeah, pro- probably. I'm not. just not a hot dog mm. guy. Like it's not specifically like don't have New York fries hot dogs. Like fill your boots if if that's what if, if that's what makes you happy. But like I'm just not. Generally not hot dog guy. Unless it's, it's the free snack at the game. Fair enough. <laughs> but that's free. <laughs> it's, and it's, and you're, not, you're, not paying, you're not paying for it. Um, well, how about this one? Silver and Black Canuck. Um, Caesars. Overrated, underrated. You know, I, I used to not be a very big Caesar guy. Mm. Lately, I will enjoy a Caesar. Yeah. Same. I gotta say, like I I do enjoy, especially if you get Caesars that that are, they are too made spicy prob- for you. Well, I mean, I, sometimes I, I I I ask for it not to be as spicy. <laughs> Lay off clearly. The- <laughs> Lay off the spice on that one, please. Thanks. Caesars are underrated. Sorry, silver and black. Loyal listener, silver and black. Yeah. Canuck. Uh, and also, we got a suggestion. We got a couple. I mean, Gary said, you guys are nuts. It's not just Supreme Pizza. You need to come to Surrey and Delta and try the other Punjabi pizzas. A road show. I'm down. With, I mean, I'm down. Listen, people by now should know I love food. Yeah. And if you tell me to come somewhere for food, I will come somewhere <laughs> for food. So I am down to do this. Satin Dan's uh, Punjabi-style pizza reviews. We can go yeah, hit, hit up like two or three different places, do a couple slices at each spot. Yeah. We can handle like six slices. We can do three spots in one night. Yeah, we could probably do that. We could do it. Just like we'll we'll skip lunch <laughs> and head out after the show. Yeah. Okay. It could work. We'll workshop it. It's uh, Canuck Central, and uh, this has been overrated, underrated every single Wednesday for the final hour of the program, and we appreciate all of you being a big part of it. So get ready for more overrated, underrated next Wednesday on Canuck Central.